Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast. Yeah, the last one of the week. Everybody, woo! No, don't cheer. Anyway, we start today's podcast with the fallout from the evening's Europa League action where Spurs beat Dynamo Zagreb, Rangers drew in Prague, Arsenal won in Greece, and Man United, annoyingly, conceded in injury time to draw with yada, yada, yada. Anyway, here's how it all unfolded on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, which you can hear Monday to Thursday from 10pm on TalkSport. Cordell Wall, Henderson couldn't get a hand to it before it was too late. And Milan have the away goal in stoppage time. We dropped too deep in the box. And uh, so the structure, there's, there's a yard yard or two too deep, uh, everyone really. Of course, you're always disappointed when you concede a goal uh, in that manner. Uh, Simon Chad obviously is a good player. He, he makes a good run. He's strong and uh, his marker uh, gets blocked off. So he gets in front of him. Has anyone seen Dean Henderson? Oh, gosh. Huge show tonight, of course, begins with your shut your face. Shut it! I didn't get this on 73 minutes. Why Oli is gone? He's taken off off Bruno. I don't know why he's taking him off. Mm. And he's brought on two defenders. He's brought he's brought on Shaw, and he went to a very strange kind of a Williams was on. Yeah, Brandon Williams, and he brought off Juan Pesaka as well. Mm -hmm. I think it was. I didn't get that. I didn't. I didn't get that. That he looked like he's gone to a a five. Although I have to say, it didn't look like it. It it looked a bit of a mess. He probably wants to give him a rest. And and the and the problem is, no Bruno, no party. He brings him off. You concede. Honestly, it's you said that. You said that before. But, but, but the reason we beat Man true. City wasn't because of Bruno Fernandes. But, so we can win. A, we can win a game against one of the best teams. Name in Europe. another one. This is the problem. See who was the best player on the pitch against City, right? Martial, well, probably, right? No, Luke Shaw was outstanding. No, okay, yeah. So other players stood up. How many times has that happened this season? See. Again tonight, Bruno, brilliant pass. Bruno Fernandes to Matic and then scoop forward. Oh, what a goal from Diallo! Welcome to Manchester United. It's a brilliant little flick header on a straight ball for Bruno Fernandes. No Bruno, right. honestly, you're ba- you are literally seventh without Bruno. I think the pass was incredible. So I think the pass more or less made the goal. The keeper's this position as well. So a flick on there. It's probably the only thing he can do and uh, he should do. So, uh, but perfect timing, perfect little weight on the on the flick. So great moment for the kid. I just think it's so disappointing off the back of what was a really magnificent performance against. Manchester City to then come into the next game and it to be as flat 
that as that. It's almost like they were just happy almost to get this game out of the way. And rightly so, they were punished in the end. If they was in sixth now, fighting to get into the top four like Spurs were, they'd be taking this game tonight a lot more seriously. From the first whistle, there'd be a lot more energy, a lot more desire. Manchester United, if they probably lose against Milan and get knocked out, Okay, they're out the Europa League, but still, next season they will be playing Champions League football. The Olympiacos defence just backed off and backed off, and then he thought, why not? Right footed into the corner, beyond the despairing Saar. Olympiacos won, Arsenal three. Arsenal thoroughly deserved to win it, much the better side. But you know what, they, they nearly shot themselves in the foot. You know, there was a couple of times in this game, David Luiz got a, back, uh, a pass trying to pass out from the back, got caught in possession. They were lucky that they didn't concede there. The goal eventually did come. Come on, Arsenal have given it away again. And here's El Arabi from the edge of the area. Olympiacos back on level terms. And not for the first time this season. Arsenal's demise is all of their own making. Yes, they want to play out from the back. And yes, it's admirable that they want to play out from the back at all, on, on all occasions. But sometimes it just isn't on. Because if teams are set up for that and they're waiting for you to do it, Sometimes you have to just try and bypass that and go a little bit longer at times. What the manager's got to ask himself is, the risk, is it worth what you're going to get, the reward at the end of it? And you've got to be brave. You've got to keep playing that same way. If that's what he wants to do, and clearly he does, he shouldn't abandon it now. But it's not about the stopping or not encouraging the team to play. We have to do but We have to understand when to do it. And, and that's crucial. Uh, because if not, it creates insecurity, a game that is totally under control. I know we won tonight, but I'm waiting for him to get sacked. Who, Arteta? Yeah, I'd rather take Sam Allardyce. You uh, wouldn't, you, Mo, uh, would Mo, you? Are you an Arsenal fan, Mo? Yeah, honestly, I am. Um, we're not going to win the Europa League. Nah, let's be honest, we're not going to win it. You know? and, and you think Sam Allardyce will bring attractive football to Arsenal, do you? No, I mean, I was joking about that, but I'd rather have Scott Parker, you know? Well, I don't know if you're an Arsenal fan, no. though. Finish Spurs 2, Dinamo Zagreb 0. Spurs make it five wins on the bounce as they take a two-goal cushion into the second leg. It was the captain, Harry Kane, with both of those goals. He's, he's very intelligent. Um, his football is an intelligent football. Some strikers, they score lots of goals, and that's a very important thing. Is the most important thing in football for a striker is to score goals, which he does. But a part of that, uh, he understands every tip that we give him in terms of his position, in terms of his mov movement. He understands the game very well. He's, he's really a, a very, very, very good player. There was a slight concern, though, when Kane came off with just minutes left to play. Heavy strapping of ice on his right knee. He has now removed it, though. We wait to see whether that was a mere precaution or if he's a doubt for the North London derby on Sunday. It's a big match, I think, only... Only a big problem would stop him to uh, to be there, which I don't think it is. But let's see the reaction uh, tomorrow, but hopefully he will be fine. North London for me is red. You know, Spurs have got to do so. You've got to win something. You've got to get to... What have Spurs done in the last 15, 20 years that tells you anything? League Cup 2008. Any, but what Arsenal have done in the last 15, 20 years? I, does that not... I mean... Surely you can see that. Alan McGregor at 39 years of age with terrific agility to get down low to his left-hand side and stop that from crossing the line, Ray Houghton. Let, let me tell you, this is absolutely top-quality goalkeeping there from McGregor. I've got to be honest with you, I thought it was in. It's a top, top save to, to get back and drag that back in, into his grasp was, was another world-class save. And obviously, Connor at the other end has a, has a big chance to maybe go and um, put us in front. But I think at this stage, um, it's always important, especially when you're away first, to try and take something from the game. And so obviously, getting away goal and um, to get back in the game is, is a huge positive.
Now, VAR was in the spotlight again after a check for Phil Foden's penalty incredibly wasn't given, which led Jason Cundy to say this on my show, Andy Goldstein Sports, on Monday, Thursday from 10pm last night, or the night before, actually. Foden has been silly to not go down and stay down because he doesn't have to get up. Well, Simon Money Money Jordan believes that if we use VAR, it needs to be nearly 100% accurate. Well, we know that. Anyway, good luck with that one. We'll also hear from Alan Brazil, Adrian Durham, but first it's Jamie O'Hara who thinks managers will be encouraging players to go down because VAR isn't good enough. You can slaughter VAR, but the, the end of the day, the man who is doing that needs to be held accountable. He's got the decision wrong. As well, I, I find now is that if you're a manager, like Pep Guardiola said, next time, go down. Because you're not going to get the decision. Foden was taken out by McCarthy, but managed to scramble, just about stay on his feet, tried to score. VAR and the referee, Jonathan Moss, had a look at it. You imagine what's going through his head now. He's thinking, well, it, that was, it was tight at that point, and Southampton had played well at that point. Mm. They weren't given the penalty, so should he have gone down and stayed down? With the referee on the night, because Foden bounced straight up, mm-hmm. I, I could give him a wee bit of leeway. But having then watched it, and Andy Madley in the studio, well, we better have a look at this. I'm sorry. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, there, there is absolutely no excuse for Andy. And when John sees it again, there is no excuse for John. They've both got it so badly, badly wrong. VAR does more good than bad. I do accept the arguments, and I think they're very valid, that there's an element of spontaneity um, and an element of flow of the game that's been lost, and we have to try to find a way to get that back into the facilitation of a solution that gives better outcomes. But I think that errors, when you've got digital technology, I think it should be less than 1%. That's what I think it should be in any other in any other walk of life with a digital technology and, a, and, a, and an environment where you're relying on something mm. and a service level of a, a, yeah. agreement, then you'd expect to have less than 1%. We can't just breeze over this. Andy, have a break, have a Kit Kat, beat it for four weeks. And as the delaying of the Tyson Fury-Anthony Joshua deal continues, boxing promoter Frank Warren joined White and Jordan and revealed the fight announcement is imminent. Oh dear, is it really? I'm getting bored and bored and bored talking about this. Over to Mark Saggers to sum up exactly how I feel. Get on with it! Yeah, exactly. I can't break a confidence that I've agreed with everybody what we announced will be simultaneous. All I can say to you is that everything is agreed. It's an imminent announcement. And obviously, we've got to work on the site, and that's it. And, and, and obviously, we've got to get to the expectation levels of, as to what the, both the fighters want to fight each other. It's absolutely moving in the right direction, and everybody is on the same page. Is Tyson on the, on the blower to you every second moment of the day, Frank? No, I think he, I think he got peed off of it all because it was dragging on and on and on. So, uh, as I say, we, we hopefully we'll, we'll, everybody will be getting the good news soon, and we'll... Uh, and, and they'll, they'll be happy and we can move on to the next stage of this, which is getting getting this site sorted out. You know this is going to happen, Mr Warren, don't you? You're just well, desperate. I, I, you I, could I, tell us now, couldn't you? I think the, the contracts, everything are agreed and will be signed 100%. I absolutely am confident in that. Regarding the, the fight, if it weren't for the COVID, it would happen by now. We're all up in the air. It's all about finances. So hopefully, as I say, two parties that we've got interested in this fight that we will get one of them over the line very, very quickly. Now, I know what you're thinking. Could Borussia Dortmund's Erling Haaland ever sign for Manchester United? Maybe not. Well, let's ask Ben, the Leeds fan, on The Breakfast Show with Big Al and Little Ali. There's no way he's going to Manchester United. The Haaland hate Manchester United. 
If you remember the whole Roy King with his dad business, why would he go there when he's money talks in the world? Money talks. Listen, money talks. Get money. City has got more than United. Madrid will pay more than United. He hates. I mean, his dad, Keane, ended his father's career. It's an absolute nonsense. He will never go there when he could go to City or Madrid or Bayern or anywhere else. Right. Okay. Ben, now, ben, okay, Ben, where do you see him going? Well, I, I don't think he'll go anywhere this summer. And I think next year he'll go for his 55 million or whatever to, 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 to City and they'll stick 100 million quid in him, his father's and his agent's pocket. Why give a 100 million pound profit to Dortmund? They've already factored in the Dortmund profit with, with, you know, with the buyout clause. The rest of that money, however much it is, goes to Alfie, you know, the, the, uh, uh, Erling and, and the agent. Why would he go to Manchester United? Now, Newcastle manager Steve Bruce has admitted that Fulham's recent form has got those clubs near the relegation zone looking over their shoulder. The Magpies take on Aston Villa tonight in the Premier League. Meanwhile, Fulham entertained Man City on Saturday night. That's live and exclusive to TalkSport. And Scotty Parker spoke about the difference between this Fulham side and the team that were relegated two years ago. The last time we was in this division, I think we we, we, we conceded a record-breaking 81 goals, I think it was. So I knew that to give us, we're never going to be able to score three goals in this division and win a football match. It's just, that's just a fact. In two years' time, I hope we do. I hope if we stay in the league this year and we can build and we can develop, that's the place we want to get to. But certainly this year, that was never going to be the case. So you need to win games 1-0, 2-1 by the odd goal. And what you do need is a, is a, is a solid platform to, to do that from. Full-time whistle goes. The Fulham players all congratulate each other and Massive huddle, Liverpool nil, Fulham one. Well, there's, there's no doubt they've had a really a good couple of weeks, an outstanding result at, um, at, at Liverpool. All of the bottom six or seven at the minute were all nervously looking over with shoulder, I would think. You know, we've all got to get to a magical figure, wherever it is that figure might be, and let others speculate on it. But the quicker you get there, the better, of course. You know, but certainly Fulham have had a decent run of late and, um, and closed the gap, but still a long, long way to go. Now, TalkSport 2's exclusive cricket coverage continues today as England look to avenge their Test Series defeat against India in the first of five T20s. Ball-by-ball coverage gets underway from 12.30 this afternoon and the former spinner, Monty Panesar, has suggested Owen Morgan is such a good skipper that Virat Kohli will look to learn from him in this series. Anyway, this is Captain Morgan on bad boy Alex Howells and a potential return to the T20 side this summer. Wow, what a shot through the line, made room for himself. He's macked that one over long on. Alex Hales now joins the party. He's hit that very cleanly. I think given the challenges around COVID, what we would normally do if it wasn't around is try and have players that we foresee maybe being a part of his future, coming in and spending time around the side, maybe two days out before a game around practice. And given the regulations that are being eased throughout our summer, there could be an opportunity for players outside of the squad to come in and, and be around the team. And Alex is in that boat. I put that top line up and we replace maybe Alex Hales with Jason Roy. That Yeah, that could work. Owen Morgan, does he really want to upset the whole rhythm of this side? No, sure. he wouldn't. You know, as much as I know Owen Morgan, as you know, the great friend of mine, he, he's very precise with everything he does. And something that I think Virat Kohli and the Indian management will be watching closely how Owen Morgan handles his team because they, I think they look very much up to Owen Morgan as the captain. 
And before I go, let me tell you about some live and exclusive football you can hear across the TalkSport network over the next few days. Tonight at 7.45, Blackburn take on Brentford in the Championship. That's TalkSport 2. And then it's a big day of game day football. It all kicks off at half past 12 with Leeds take on Chelsea live and exclusive on TalkSport. Staying with TalkSport, you can hear game day from half past two with Adrian Durham. Staying on TalkSport again, yeah, you don't need to touch that knob. Half past five is Everton against Burnley. And of course, we round off the day's live football on TalkSport with an 8pm kickoff as Fulham take on Man City. That's it. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Drive today. Yeah, Andy Goldstein's Drive time at 4pm alongside Darren Bent. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing Monday morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.